0: Spoilers. Here on S4 we like to spoil you rotten, and as such, we take an in-depth look at the shows we cover, potentially spoiling any plot points up to and including the episode featured. If you haven't watched what we're discussing this week, and spoilers are an issue for you, you may want to come back later.
1: Yeah, that was a lot less intro. Apparently, the rest of them didn't play. Hi, everybody. This is a small screen. That's way too low. This is a small screen spoiler show, episode sixty. Uh, I am CJ Betsy Tough Love Boat and he's Jared the American and you is so optimistic as a veto. You know.
2: it is my American is very optimistic
1: you are you are an incredibly optimistic
2: I try to be I try to be
1: you, you are definitely one of the people that like in a world of myself and Daryl being like <laughs> pessimists to hell and back you are definitely one of the people that keeps Can't looking me. on the bright side.
2: Yeah, Daryl can't, can't help it. He's British.
1: Yes. I mean, what's my excuse then? Uh, well,
2: there are many. <laughs> too many. Too many to name right now.
1: Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. Speaking of Daryl. <laughs> Speaking of Daryl. Yeah, it's, uh, our third chair, of course, is uh, belonging to, man, Jesus, Daryl, the devil with the yellow eyes, Shaler.
2: I'm sorry, Daryl. Yes. I wanted to give it to somebody. It just seemed to, that you were the best fit for yeah. some reason.
1: I'm sorry if I'm feeling a little low energy uh, today. I just got back from PAX East yesterday, and man, I'm just I'm jet lagged. It's there's no other there's no other word for it. I'm so wiped out. So I'm gonna keep try to be entertaining, but uh, just so you guys know, um, it's not you, it's me.
2: He's a sleepy CJ.
1: I am indeed a very sleepy CJ. But uh, speaking of sleepy CJs, what are we talking about tonight?
2: Tonight, we're going to talk about Man in the High Castle, Season 2, Episode 8, Loose Lips, and then Legion, Season 1, Episode 1, 2, 3, and 4, which are all so-called Chapter 1, 2, 3, and 4, coincidentally. So, that makes it easy. Yes. <laughs> no fancy titles for you, Legion.
1: No. Uh, and before we get into the No fancy video, logos, either. Right? Nope. Just whomp, Like, you see, right there.
2: Get your fancy X in the circle.
1: Basically, yes. All right, so before we head on into what we're talking about, we're going to take a quick break from our sponsors. We'll be right back. be the opportunity for me to pull up there. Wait, do we, do we have? Oh, my God, I think we have a hang of lantern on it.
2: What?
1: Right? It, it, it's it's in this week's intros. It says literally this week's intros for me. <laughs>
2: Don't want to get him lost.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, and as long as he moves them out of there, because if that's the folder he's a to use, then I'm going to use it. <laughs> the rest of the Legion ones aren't in there, though. He's got one, one, unless it's all of them. It's entirely a possibility. All right, so, going back in three, one. And we're back! If you want an ad free experience and kind of hearing what we do during the breaks, go ahead and head over to uh, join us live. Jesus, join us live normally Mondays. 10 p.m. Eastern over at geek-io.net slash live. Um, it's Tuesday because flight. and
2: Flight delays.
1: Yep, flight was Everybody delayed almost 40 minutes. Delays. And that 40 minutes is what I was going to spend on uh, hanging out with the family and doing dinner and everything like that. And by the time we did everything and came back, uh, it was already showtime. And I'm like, I just need to go. It was probably for the best. It was. I, I would not have been very good company yesterday. All right, uh, more on that on Thursday. And so let's go ahead and begin talking about Man in the High uh, Castle. Takeishido no Naka no
0: Otoko. Yurai kujiburu. Smith wa Juliana ni Tasuki o Motomiru. Juliana wa Takeishido no Naka no Otoko o Mira. Hitler wa Fuchu, demo Share wa Shinudaru yep
1: <laughs> good job on reading the imdb in japanese there uh...
2: all right <laughs> konnichiwa uh
1: konbawa
2: origato. um
1: good evening is Kombawa.
2: Nah, i don't know japanese but thanks for the yeah. lesson everyone it's a man in the high castle yeah. how about this show
1: yeah all right uh Alright. So uh yeah,
2: three episodes left and things are starting to crank up. Yeah, bit.
1: man. It's still not like I mean, yeah. Hitler's still like we're still not he's not did he know I I've watched this like a while I watched this over a week ago <laughs> now, so I'm trying to remember. Yes, he dies at the end. That's right.
2: Hitler dies at the end.
1: I saw that movie like, once. Yeah,
2: this is a pretty good movie. Hitler dies at the end.
1: Um <laughs> So Joe's father is like put up there in, like kind of boss role. So there's that.
2: Oh yeah, he's put in place as acting chancellor. Yeah, which I guess was like was still... oh, this is it's like wow, really? You? He's like yeah, but it's not a good thing. The last acting chancellors were assassinated. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you know power vacuums and what have you. Right. Like, but he chose you, right? So this is good for you. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll leave <laughs> Berlin for forever. Because, you know, you're going to be targeted.
1: Yeah, you, you need to get the hell out of here. Um, you kind of feel more like Nazis being bad guys in this episode than the previous episodes where they were likable people. So
2: Yeah, yeah, they're there. The gloves are off. The masks are off. Nobody's being... Playing nice anymore?
1: Yeah, now that Hitler's dead, everybody is back to being OG Nazis.
2: <laughs> There's a vacuum to fill, people, and everybody wants it. Uh,
1: e- exactly. It, in, I mean, yeah, th- this episode is definitely setting up for the last act, and I haven't, wa- I haven't actually watched nine or ten yet. So, um, although I wanted to watch nine after re- watching this, uh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, I mean, it, it's it's real. I mean, we basically just talked about the entire episode right there. I mean, this is just basically Nazis doing Nazi things.
2: Pretty much. Uh, John Smith shows up at Juliana's apartment. All the TVs and recording stuff goes out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, they are obviously uh, watching you on this. You don't want
2: Doing his creepy okay. thing after he's been, you know, a uh, relatable Nazi for the last few episodes. Yeah. <clears throat> we get evil John Smith doing his evil thing.
1: Yeah, I don't necessarily still think it's evil. Like... No, not evil,
2: just... Intense, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah. Intense is a good word.
2: And uh, you know, showing his hand, it's like, okay, look, we know you met with him, so let's stop screwing around. I was hoping you would just tell me of your own free will, but uh, we're out of time, so let's yeah.
1: go. We can't, we can't play the games anymore.
2: Yeah, which then like sets off the whole chain of events. Like, well, why is he suddenly doing this? Mm-hmm. You need to get in close with the family and find out. And now, well, once again, <laughs> Juliana shows up at just the right moment to find out the. Uh, the friend that she made last episode's husband, who runs all the
1: Barbie on TV, Barbie Nazi's husband,
2: is running archive footage because Hitler's dead or dying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Probably now the dead. resistance is ready to have an uprising. Yes. And I'm kind of interested in seeing how the, uh, not only the Nazi power vacuum is going to play in this, but obviously, I mean, the mere threat of Hitler kind of held the Japanese at bay. So I'm interested in seeing how the the Japanese come into this uh power yeah. vacuum. Well, I mean they had
2: the the defector show up yeah. at at Japanese headquarters, whatever it's called. <laughs>
1: Japanese headquarters. <laughs>
2: you know, Japanese headquarters. I'm sure there's a better word for that.
1: <laughs> that isn't like kind of I'm almost racially bad. All this stuff. <laughs>
2: No. Well, there's Nazi headquarters too, so you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, all right. So, okay, can we get into a little bit of a, uh, a little bit of a thing? Is it still weird that, like, even though these are bad Japanese, that like it's still kind of weird to talk any kind of smack about the bad Japanese, but we're cool with talking smack about Nazis all the time?
2: That's a good point. That's a really good point.
1: <laughs> like, like even though, like I said, bad Japanese people. These are not good people. These are, you know. Yeah, these are not good Japanese people. But it still feels weird talking bad about them.
2: A little, a little.
1: Still feels racially insensitive, even though these are just horrible people. (laughs) (laughs) Then
2: we got uh, Tagomi in the the side universe. Yeah. Mending mending his family relationships. And mending the cup at the same time. Which was a bit he- ham-fisted on the, yes. on the uh, symbolism, but I-, I still appreciated it. It was still quite beautiful. Yeah. It warmed my heart. I was like, okay, that was that was a little ham-fisted and, you know, on the nose, but I still appreciate his show. Yeah. it still made me yeah. feel feelings.
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: Though he still looks totally awkward holding a baby. Yeah. Like he's never... Well, I guess he hasn't really held a baby before, probably. Well, no, he has a son.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, I mean... <sighs> Still, he doesn't seem like the kind of especially like not Americanized Japanese. He doesn't feel like the kind of guy in this universe that would be doing that. Yeah, like at clearly all. his
2: side universe self is a drunk who probably killed himself. It sounds like
1: yeah, it does sure. does kind of feel like they're talking that they're, they're doing that. Um,
2: so that we don't have you know paradoxes where yeah two people are showing up at the same time.
1: Uh. All right. Um so can we can we just be done with Frank?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we're going to be. But but I did really really appreciate Ed just calling him out.
1: Yes, that was being. good. But I do like I did take many notes for this episode. But one of my few, one of my few ones was I am really just done with Frank at this point. He's yeah, just... That's the
2: only point I made with Frank was thank you for calling Frank out it. Yeah. <laughs> What happened to you, man? It's like you used to be a nice guy. <laughs> now you're just kind of an A-hole. <laughs> or now you just are an A-hole.
1: Yeah, you just really are an A you really are just an asshole. Um So are we gonna get an atom bomb in the in this? Uh, do you think we're gonna get an A bomb on screen? Or are we gonna find a way to defuse it before it blows up the West Coast? Well,
2: I mean I'm I'm pretty sure they've already been approved for a third season, so
1: Oh, well, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs>
2: it's true. If this universe gets blown up, they could maybe just all transfer to another. I don't. I don't know.
1: Sliders, <laughs> Nazi Whee! sliders, the TV show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sliding from universe to universe.
1: Just end up creating a giant battle world. Hey, look at me! I'm doing Marvel stuff too. Um, so I did. I did write down. I'm like, this episode actually had a lot of plot. I mean, it made up for the lack of plot in the last two episodes, so...
2: Yeah, yeah, and I remember the Reinhardt, the dude in prison or whatever, that Smith in prison for mm-hmm. something, but I can't remember what he did in the first season. It's like, wow, we haven't seen this guy. In,
1: yeah, right? Like,
2: Ten episodes. Yeah, I saw I, that,
1: I saw that guy. I'm like, man, he looks really freaking familiar. Like,
2: I remember him being imprisoned and tortured, but I don't remember why. <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh let's see. Too here. long ago. Reinhard Haymar uh Heydrich. Um he was an SS, Oben Fuhrer, and General De Polizee. Blah, blah 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 blah. Season one. During the Cold War with Japan, Hydrich planned an assassination on the Japanese Crown Prince in order to cause a war with Japan. When Rudolf Wagner was arrested by the open Group of John Smith for giving German military secrets to the Japanese, Heydrich personally traveled to America to have Wagner transferred to his security. Uh, he had also planned to have Wagner kill Hitler in order to have the war. However, John Smith had found out. He warned Hitler of Heydrich's plan. While hunting with Smith, he tried to gain Chit Smith's support, however refused and he was expecting a phone call from Wagner. He act—he actually got a call from Hitler and was immediately arrested by Smith seconds later.
2: Okay, so he was in the plot to, that killed the, the crown prince. Yeah. And was trying to kick off a war between the yep. Nazis and the Japanese. Okay. Exactly. Yes, that sounds familiar. It was just a long time ago. Yeah. My brain has been filled with many things since
1: then. Yeah, right?
2: <laughs> that fact has been pushed out. I was like, oh, that guy. What did he do? <laughs> Why is he in prison? It's all part of the evil plan. Yeah. But then Smith pulls a fast one on him to get him to admit that Hail Houseman. <laughs> wait, wait. So so Joe's dad was like this was the plan all along? Oh no. Oh no. So uh, that one actually caught me off guard. I yeah. was not expecting that. Yeah. So good job, Show. You yeah. pulled a fast one.
1: Um right? and it is, yeah, it's definitely he he's I have a feeling he's not gonna live through the season, though. Like,
2: no, probably not. No, he. But he's... I don't know if it'll be Joe or somebody else who kills him.
1: Yeah, kind of. I, I don't know. I kind of want to see Joe do it, just to kind of. Yeah,
2: no, I mean that certainly seems what they're setting it up for. Yeah, because but... I
1: mean that does definitely seem the logical course of action. Like Joe is gonna get like in close with him, or just be like he's gonna pull him into the office, and be like, ha ha ha, you threw me in jail, and now look who's in charge i'm the who's the fiora now bitch and uh <laughs> and then joe's just gonna cap him now the the
2: like and joe will do
1: what he has to do all right um i mean, this was a pretty good episode i mean even like even though it's been over a week and also a lot of flight time between now and then i still remembered most of it and like good job that that enjoyable. says something for the show. Like that says something for this episode. Like it's a really good episode.
2: Yeah. It's very compelling, exciting. Lots of stuff going on. We're clearly coming into the home stretch here. We have rounded the rounded the corner, running into home. Yeah, absolutely. Things are going to get crazy these last couple of sets. Oh, most definitely. My only other uh, note that I had was Nazi backpack. For some <laughs> reason, the Nazi backpack just cracked me up when uh, Thomas is packing for his trip. Yes. Yeah. It's not it's Nazi backpack.
1: All right. Um, so, I mean, that, that's good stuff. I mean, it's good stuff. I, uh, I'm excited to see how the season's going to wrap up, so.
2: Me too.
1: But while one season is wrapping up, we just had a show start that we wanted to talk about now for, like, a month now. A few weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and that is indeed... Legion on FX. Uh, Daryl has something here for us. Here it is.
0: So here we have a TV show based on the universe that's built around a AAA comic book character but doesn't actually use them because they're too expensive. Instead choosing to wander down a weird and psychedelic path that meanders from grim seriousness to crazy frivolity whenever it damn well pleases. Uh, wait, you're not covering Gotham this week? And I have no idea what Legion is about. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well played, Daryl. Yes. Well played.
1: Uh, though, no. <laughs> this is not Gotham in the No, this the is least. not even
2: remotely like Gotham.
1: No. Uh, I'm pulling up the the folder here to see if I happen to have anything else for him other than that for Legion, because I kind of want to just talk about all four of them. Um, Legion 1-1. Yeah, it's all that's in here. Sorry, Daryl. <laughs>
2: No, that's all. He's not... only had the one Legion thing because he hadn't watched it at the time, but he has since today watched all four episodes at once. Which, man, that sounds like to be mentally draining.
1: Oh, I did that last <laughs> night. I rewatched. I I watched oh, one geez. and two before, um, and well, not last night, Sunday night rather. Um, I watched one and two previously, but I kind of forgot entire because I watched them when they came out. And I was I was dead set on watching Legion for this show. Like I was really just wanting to watch Legion all the way through for the show. So I stopped watching it. And so but I, I completely forgot what episode one and two were. So I rewatched all four of them by the and By time four was like five was starting to queue up. I'm like, do I want to do I want to? <laughs> but Should I probably not? Because man, this show <laughs> it's, it's intense
2: a lot to just take in and process
1: intense isn't the right word for it it's like
2: bizarre weird uh it's compelling it is it very is
1: compelling. compelling like you like you don't understand anything what's going on in it really like it, jazz and i both had a C jazz moment on this one and we both put down it's x-men it, it's mutant mr robot yes like it is uh
2: mr robot in the dc universe
1: marvel universe <laughs>
2: Marvel Universe, sorry. Um, Getting mixed up with uh, with Powerless again. Yes. A completely different show.
1: Yes. Yeah, that is not that is not Mr. Robot indie. <laughs>
2: no, no, that's uh, better off Ted in the DC Universe.
1: Yes. So, oh my God, all right. So the first note is, man, his show is basically Mute Mr. Robot. All right, so I love Aubrey Plaza so much.
2: Just in this or? or no, in, in everything.
1: Everything that she's in. Like, everything that I've seen her in, that I that she is just so great in everything. And when I saw her pop up, I was just. That that made me so happy.
2: Yeah, because I didn't know anything about the casting for the show coming in. Yeah, into me it. either. She showed up and I was like, wait, is that Aubrey Plaza? What is she doing in the show?
1: I mean, I knew it was from the guy who did Fargo, which the Fargo series. Is not really my cup of tea, but like I like it, but I just don't really feel the compel the 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 I don't feel compelled to watch it every week. It's one I
2: really want to watch, but it's just never.
1: Oh, they put it on on
2: Netflix Netflix or something. I would. uh, I think season one on Netflix.
1: Mm. See, there's. It is
2: that's a new thing because I've been checking. It
1: it, it might be on Hulu. It might be on Hulu, Um, but I mean, it's it's it would you would love. Love Fargo, like the series. I'm pretty
2: sure I would. Like, like I've wanted to watch it since it came no out. No
1: ifs, ands, <laughs> or buts. You will love Fargo. I liked Fargo. You will love it. <sighs> um,
2: but that explains why there's so many uh, Fargo actors in the show.
1: Correct. Yeah. The only thing I really knew about this show was uh, David was supposed to be British and isn't for some reason,
2: even though he's being played by a British guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, like, David in the comic books is British, because he is. And, like, the guy who's playing him is British. I'm like, oh, cool, we're going to get a British date. What, what, what? Why is he not British? I mean, all right, fine.
2: I don't know. He's doing the British imitation accent of an American accent.
1: Yeah, he pulls it off pretty well. There are a couple times, especially yeah. when he starts yelling, that it really gets through.
2: And there was a... So actually, I made a note on it once. I don't know if I specified the point, but I, I noticed his accent,
1: yeah at
2: some point
1: like it gets better as you get as you get a little bit further along, like he stops cutting through.
2: Ah, it was when he was on the elevator trying to leave, and Sydney's talking to him to stay. yeah, I was like, oh wow his his accent's coming through there,
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, um, I said, funny, my imaginary girl is Aubrey Plaza too. Wait, is she real? I'm not sure if she's real. Wait, is she real? Maybe she isn't real.
2: real. (laughs) She's real-ish. I mean, she's, she was there and other people saw her. But they did the same thing in
1: Mr. Robot with Mr. Robot. And then they explained why they saw Mr. Robot. So, like...
2: She was in the wall.
1: Yeah, she was in the wall. But... All right. So again, this is gonna kind of—I'm gonna kind of jump over all four flashbacks, pieces
2: here. But you know, we can't trust his flashbacks. No, you because... can't
1: trust the flashbacks because the the angriest boy in the world is controlling his head. I'm guessing.
2: <laughs> so is the angriest boy in the world and the de- the devil with the yellow eyes the same person, or are they two different entities?
1: I think they're two different entities. His okay. his power. I is... know that
2: Aubrey Plaza is the devil with the yellow eyes. They revealed that. Yeah. So.
1: Um, I I, I, I don't all... know if
2: that started after she died or if
1: I th- it's after she died because um it is his power is basically anybody who he gets in anybody who like he can absorb psychic energy around him, especially from anybody that has a mutant ability, take that ability and use it as his own. But they create personalities within him. He is legion right so like his power is everything but only after a certain very specific um set of circumstances is made up he's not like rogue or sid in this case where it's one at a time no he can like control he could do telekinesis in one hand and pyrokinesis in the other if he gets the ability to
2: yes he gets all the powers yes that he absorbs but also their personalities at the same time
1: correct and at any time, if he doesn't control it, they can come out. So he can be a, in the comic books, he can be an eight-year-old girl. He can be a perverted old man at the same time. Like, it'll be switching back and forth between them. Um, my, favorite, my favorite point in the comic books was when uh, David met up with Deadpool. <laughs> and Deadpool's like, man, all right, hold on, wait a second. All right, I think I finally found somebody crazier than me. But I'm not entirely sure, but also somebody cooler than me, which is really hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> and and David looks at they they both look at the at the panel at that time and they're like, hey. And David's like, hey, I thought I was the only one who could see them reading this book too. No, I see them too, and I kind of mess with them. He goes, Oh, I love messing with them. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Excellent. So that that's, that's that was what really sold me on Legion was watching uh, reading that book with him and Deadpool in it. Um so yeah, I didn't, I didn't write many notes for this because, like, two, I look away for two seconds. This is on any of the episodes, really. I look away for two seconds, and all of a sudden, to write something, and then all of a sudden, shit's blowing up.
2: Like, Yeah, I know the feeling. Like, I have several notes where it's, like, two words or three words, and they're <laughs> incomplete thoughts. <laughs> so, like, I'll start writing a note, and then get distracted, and then forget what I was writing, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Not quite a few in the first one, Um, the
1: last three, not so much. Yeah, right. Um, so... Uh, I I love the therapy session hookup. That was great. That was the best thing. You want to be my girlfriend? Yeah, sure.
2: <laughs> I know. They're so bizarre but adorable at the same time. Right? <laughs> Together. Um and I was like, is that Rogue? She doesn't want to touch anyone. Is that Rogue? Is that it's, Rogue. It's kind of It's probably Rogue. It's got to be Rogue, right? Oh no, it's not rogue. It's Never not mind. rogue. Scratch it, she's scratch that. Yeah, she
1: just absorbs literally the person into them when they when they. Flips. <laughs> yeah. flips,
2: the whole person, then it lasts for a couple hours or something like that.
1: Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, she, so she's not rogue, but like the powers are similar-ish. But I mean, it's X Men. Like, se- like seven different people have every. Like, there are a few people that have this, like, a unique power set.
2: Yes, and they did drop the M word, which was exciting. Yeah.
1: I said, hey, the M word right in there, too. Um, <laughs> said uh, uh, the I felt for David because literally I had a girlfriend once that would freak out if I touched them. And it wasn't just me. It was everybody. So and the weird thing is, is uh, when I was speaking to her, we literally called it a romance of the mind, which in episode three, I'm like, hey, hey, that's the thing that I said back in high school to that girl who didn't like me touching her. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like everything that her that David and her were going through, I've I've been there. Like the pillow between them because of touch issues and everything like that. It was weird, and it was a weird relationship. Um. Oh, exactly. Probably imaginary Aubrey Plaza. The cr- the hot ones are always crazy. <laughs> what? This, that? That's my note. Exactly. Probably imaginary Aubrey Plaza. The hot no. ones are always crazy.
2: <laughs> Don't give a newbie a bazooka.
1: <laughs> yep. Um, I put crushed and crust and cherries was my stripper name. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, The uh, special effects are impressive. Oh yeah, for a television show, like, dang, I guess there's only eight episodes because that's all the budget (laughs) could afford. We and
1: and we all know that you're that you and I both love a really great single shot scene. So them escaping from the the. yeah, that was the hospital. only one that
2: felt a little... Like, the special effects... Fix, I noticed them. Yeah, like but I still really... because like, it, it think still it felt a just wicked, a little cartoony. It
1: did. Uh, yeah, I'll so. give you that. But it was still a wicked cool single-shot take. It was, like, yeah,
2: it was a cool single-shot.
1: So, I mean, yeah, that, that's a big thing for you and I both. And it was... Yeah, it did feel a little... Uh, it did feel a little cartoony is a good word for it, but it was still really cool watching them actually, you know, utilize the abilities and everything like that, so... and and they had a dance number yeah and uh (laughs) fine turns out there's a lot of those in this show (laughs) (laughs) because why not because i wrote the note
2: ratio change but i don't know why did the screen ratio change at some point or
1: if it did i didn't notice it
2: i don't know why i wrote that note but i watched the first episode like three weeks ago and then the rest over the past couple days so yeah (laughs) that one was a while ago
1: um I wonder if, when, they're going to give us our first X-Men shout-out.
2: I don't know. Like, they keep, like, just towing that line. Just getting all real close. Also, all right, so... So we got mutants. We've got pretend X-Men. They're yeah. all in this house. Yeah. I, together, learning to use their powers. And
1: I put down here, I go, Mrs. Bird, hmm, I'm not recognizing any of these people. Maybe they're trying for, like, a pseudo X-Force or something along those lines like I, they're not going for an they're not making the X-Men in this but maybe they're going for a more of a X spin-off because all right given how you've not seen any of David's parents faces
2: ever ever you hear his mom's voice and then they even and his mom and is they, british they sh- by the way No, that's true David my beautiful boy
1: so okay uh, so Moya McTaggart in the book, in the comic books, and in the movie, she's supposed to be Scottish, but I'll take British for Moya, which is his mom, and his dad is Professor X. Right, I
2: know that much. So he showed his dad, but his face was dark, and he couldn't see his dad's face.
1: Yeah. So I'm not sure. I'm fairly sure at that point we are not dealing with actual like. I, I still... No,
2: because I don't think anyone would read their kid then.
1: No, <laughs> no, that is... Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think that's a real book.
2: I'm pretty sure that's not a real book.
1: All right, hold on. The World's Angriest Kid and Boy in the World. Which is a great title, by the way. Is the angriest, World's Angriest Boy in the World a Real Book? Asks uh, Sage Young. Um, you can't buy it at a store, but it does technically exist. Fans of the comic book Legion, uh, what, fans of the comic book Legion is based on, have an idea where the mystery of David's father might be going, but as of last week's episode, David couldn't even conjure his father's face during a memory work session at Summerland. He could, however, see the drawings in the book his father was reading him, underlining just how inappropriate the story was for a boy of his age. To bed, she said, the little boy, the angry boy, his face turned red. David's father read from the world's angriest boy. Uh... His face turned red, and with a cry, he chopped her head. Crap. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, it's not a book that it was published. It was not a book that's been published, it, but it was created. It is an, actually a book, but never published, uh, for legion. So they did, like, make okay. a full book, call that. But apparently there are only three of them available at FX.
2: all right i don't want one thanks though
1: i kind of want one but i don't want one i I kind of want want one one. but i'm never ever ever (laughs) letting my children read it
2: i don't want it It disturbed me
1: i kind of want it
2: (laughs) I have nightmares about the angriest boy in the world.
1: I want it, but I want it signed just so I could have it up on my bookshelf and never touch it or open it. It's like the Necronomicon—you <laughs> don't ever look at it, you don't ever touch it. It's just, it's just there. I yes. want, I want that the and the dark hole right next to each other. intensely
2: creepy, and as is the devil with the yellow eyes. Yes, just creepy, creepy as all get out. He's like an internet troll personified,
1: basically. So, okay. Um, the Devil with Yellow Eyes, Aubrey Plaza's character, is was originally cast to be a middle-aged man. And it's no, it's yeah, not the same today. person as that they reveal in the later episodes. Aubrey Plaza's character was supposed to be an old man. When she took the job, she refused to let them change the script.
2: Yes, I read...
1: <laughs> I,
2: so, no, no, no. Leave it the same.
1: I love that. Like... <laughs>
2: there's plenty of things she says. Yeah. They're like,
1: oh, okay. Yeah. E- even as a, le- now, now a lot of like even if Let she was a it. lesbian like it was uh it was that would have been a little weird. But this this was filming around the time that David Bowie died. So, she wanted to kind of give a homage to a updated David Bowie. So like the yeah, asexual why she always
2: has the star shirt
1: on exactly.
2: It's like, a little un- androgynous
1: yeah she she wanted to be she wanted to get David Bowie and I think she like I think she filled it out pretty well like no she did great and by the way in people who would be like oh yeah they reveal her to be a guy later on no not the same no it was no. originally supposed to be a fat old man
0: <laughs> huh
1: yeah there you go Like they had to cast it and everything, and then like then director guy whose name I don't remember just met up with Aubrey Plaza to do talk about something else and just got her in the show. (laughs)
2: Uh, Holly, Haley, Howley,
1: something like that. Something like that.
2: Something like that. CJS.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um. It just. Oh man. Um. So yeah, the first episode just everything being made up and in real at the same time. Like I have not been so excited to watch the next episode since Mr. Robot. And again, this unreliable narrator thing usually pisses me off. Like, yeah,
2: Now I wrote it in the first episode. It was about halfway through. I was like, I'm getting a super move Mr. Robot. <laughs> it was my very has, first has Mr. Ro- has Mr. Robot just made me paranoid.
1: Right? Unreliable
2: narrator vibe, just tingling all over. My senses is tingling. I don't trust any of what I'm seeing. No, right
1: yeah. Now. Do not trust a single thing you see anywhere. But it's so compelling. You don't want to stop watching it, but you kind of feel weird for watching it.
2: Yes. Both of those things.
1: Um, so, all right. Uh, anything else on episode one?
2: Oh, episode one. Uh, let's see. Uh, hold on. It's a few pages back. Let's see. It's your robot. Special effects. Everything is like chaos. Check your boobs. Check your boobs. That's the only other note I have. Yep. Check your boobs. Check your boobs. Which they actually get into a discussion about later on. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which
2: I appreciate. I like the writing in the show where it like, you know, where someone would be watching the show and make that kind of a side joke. They actually go in there and (laughs) and have a discussion on screen about it.
1: Yeah. It's
2: like, oh, you swapped places with a woman, so.
1: How'd you do it? How'd it go? (laughs) Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it, the one like, thing I am love- really sorry. I had to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I love how, like, but th- when they do this, it doesn't take itself, like, it doesn't take itself weirdly, like, serious, like Gotham can sometimes. Like, when they're talking about things, it's always, when they're explaining the joke, it's always to kind of give more jokes into it. The show is serious without taking itself too seriously.
2: Yeah. I mean, it, it they're. The characters are well-defined. Yes. And they act like actual people.
1: Yeah, that, and that's something like that what I... What
2: would happen if someone in real life swapped places?
1: Yeah. First thing you're going to do, check your boobs. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But it's not <laughs> like... Uh, I, I do like how they how uh, Sid's like, yeah, 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 I did that thing. And, and Dave was like, oh, really? Said, no.
2: <laughs> no, I didn't. I should have, though. You should have. You totally should have. You should
1: have. <laughs> All right. So okay, um, like all right. At this point, they're in a relationship, and their relationship continues to grow. What if they actually decided to have sex? Yeah, like I don't, I don't know? Like, <laughs> I wonder would how be that
2: swapping would... back and forth or yeah, yeah. dead. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I kind of want to see them just constantly switch back and forth.
2: So <laughs> what happen? If they hold hands? Well, no, because when she whenever she touches someone and they swap, they like there's like an explosion and. The person gets knocked out for a second, so.
1: Yeah, I suppose. I don't think it works quite that way. Still be kind of funny to watch. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> constantly <laughs> swapping back and forth. All right. Um, so they did cut and kind of cut into episode two with episode one. like Episode one, at least that was on FX, was kind of extended into episode two, but cut off, like only showed the first few minutes of it, which was kind of fun.
2: No, you must have seen a different one. Mine ended with the escaping from the, the yeah, institution.
1: Yeah, FX actually ran the first, like, 10-ish minutes of the second episode at the uh, end of the first episode. So, starting like, to do
2: the memory work.
1: Yeah, Um. so, like, when I'm watching it, the set, when I'm watching in the next week, I'm like, Did I? Did I already watch this? And then, like... <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and that was my first, that was my first, and I was like, did I, did I already watch this? I'm confused.
2: Trust nothing. You're going to start watching it like looking at it. It's like, I have watched this before, but something's probably different this time. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it and, the next,
1: and the next thing is I like, know I've watched this before, but now something has to be different. No FX just, <laughs> then, that third note, no FX just put more into the last episode.
2: They were just giving you a bonus.
1: They were just kind of a thank you for watching the premiere. Now here's part of episode two for you to come back.
2: Like the little, you know, first ten pages of the book in the back of the book.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly the it. First chapter. So, all right. <laughs> man, episode two. I thought episode one was kind of crazy. And then episode <laughs> two happened. Then we
2: go <laughs> into his brain.
1: Yeah, right.
2: And sweet lord.
1: Yeah, it is. What is happening? Yeah. yo, yeah, man. Like, oh, Jesus. All right. um, I love the memory work guy first of all that, that's my next notice i love memory work guys so cool
2: it's probably the thing best thing about this show is the characters are just really really good
1: they are like all the only them. characters that are like, not like
2: that i don't like like i'm supposed to the ones i'm supposed to hate i hate yeah that's
1: fine
2: like the, <laughs> <laughs> the bad ones are like super creepy and uh, afro mcjagger exactly. as uh Yes, called afro him. McJagger. there i said it well in the show
1: so now we can put it in the show notes
2: yes we'll put it in the show notes daryl afro mcjagger and his creepy eye and his creepy knife doing all of his creepy things
1: he's so super creepy
2: <laughs> he plays it well though
1: he does um, yeah, it comes to that guy yeah can't stand it. <laughs> right um so all right um man just watching one like when does this show take place like everybody has kind of like 70s haircuts but like <laughs> college david is straight up like 90s grunge like
2: <laughs> that was another thing i read today in the same inner same thing i was reading about aubrey plaza uh like the it's intentional that the the time setting is ambiguous like that's all on purpose like, there's a lot of 70s stuff, but then there'll be, like, a cell phone, and then <laughs> there'll be, you know, like, it's very on purpose. Yeah,
1: I mean, outside out of, of outside of a character, I can't wait to talk about it in the next episode. Outside of that character, like, all of the other characters just kind of bounce back and forth between time periods, and if that's intentional, bra-fucking-vo, man, Jesus. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which character are you not talking about?
1: yeah um Carrie or Carrie? he's so shiny no no he's so shiny
2: oh no that's episode four that
1: is episode Bro. four you're right that's right yeah not knock off jeff goldblum we'll talk about him here in a couple of minutes
2: no dude oh mr noodle is wonderful love <laughs> I, i'm always happy to see mr noodle in anything
1: i know but he just cr- he comes off as a knockoff jeff goldblum in this <laughs> <laughs>
2: like holy crap mr noodle's here
1: and he was one talking about. Uh, he was one chaos theory away from being Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic <laughs> Park.
2: Did you get that, Carrie? I thought your name was Carrie.
1: It is. It is. <laughs> but Are you
2: talking who? to yourself. No. No.
1: I'm talking to her. Uh, I'm talking to <laughs> Carrie. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> um. Man, just oh, good lord! This show. Uh, like, I love how they purposely convolute David's powers too. Like the like things just disappearing and reappearing like massively out of everywhere else. Um, yeah. Just good Lord. Um, And my confusion kind of sets in even from my notes. So like, all right. So yeah, now we're, now we're into the, by the way, we're now officially into the world's angriest boy in the world.
2: Yeah. We're going through the memories and things are freaky and weird. And <laughs> memory guys like, what, what was that? Yeah. Did you see that? You gotta just love jump it when. like an hour ahead. Yeah, you it's gotta love it back.
1: when memory guy's like, uh, stop resisting <laughs> me. I'm not!
2: <laughs> stop resisting me. I'm not!
1: And you kind of feel serious. You kind of feel like David is actually not being, like, fighting him at all. I don't know. It's the devil with the yellow eyes. It is. It is the angriest little blob in the world.
2: He is the angriest little blob in the world. It's like you should start a brony podcast.
1: Oh, oh no! Zing! Oh, oh, no! I'm sorry, I'm sorry.
2: I don't believe it's all You guys are good people. <gasps> well done, sir! That was just for you, CJ.
1: Thank you. Yeah, me and anybody else who watches this show that it actually has, that is a management person of King <laughs>
2: I wonder if we'll get any tweets about that.
1: Probably. Uh, I'm not saying why, but probably. <laughs> hey, it's all good. It is. It is. Um, so do you think David is purposely trying to hide the uh, devil with the yellow eyes or just like out of fear? I think, or...
2: No, I think the the devil with the yellow eyes is its own separate thing, and it's hiding itself from them.
1: Yeah. It's my theory. I do I I love the I love the reveal in episode three when Sid actually finally gets into his mind.
2: Yeah, and she can actually see the stuff yeah. happening that the other two can't. Because she was him. She could oh, use his right. powers.
1: She, uh, that's, that's the right. reason why she launched freaking Lenny through the uh, wall. Into the wall.
2: <laughs> yeah, there was that. And sealed all of the doors.
1: Yes. <laughs> in the hospital. So yeah, it was, uh, yeah, uh, she, so she sees him because she was him. So I'm kind of curious if like between the two of them, they're going to get that. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think that Sid is, or the, uh, at this point, when we get into his memory work, I have written down here, uh, the government guys are a MacGuffin. David is the, going to be the big bad of this episode of this season, or at least the devil.
2: Yeah, uh, it does. It seems like the Aubrey Plaza character is setting up as the villain. Yeah, which is interesting that you would cast her as like the ultimate villain of your <laughs> your television show.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good for it though. Like, no, no, <laughs> I think she'd be
2: great at it. That, that's where I think it seems to be going.
1: Yeah, uh, I seriously think the, the big bad are is the,
2: the little blob. It,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The division, division three is just—it's absolutely a MacGuffin.
2: Yeah, that's just there to create tension on the outside.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, no, th- there's no way that that is actually the bad people. Like they're not powerful enough to be the bad guys. So, if no, we get He is his own enemy. We, exactly. If we get a Professor X in this, um do we go for established Professor X and if so, which one? <laughs>
2: uh if he shows up and if it's you know, one of the actual actors, I'm gonna lean towards McAvoy.
1: Yeah, um, I was the same way. One, I mean,
2: but I don't, I don't see either of them actually showing up.
1: I mean, there's but no, who knows? There's literally They've no reason some, why not. I mean,
2: you got some big names in this show. Yeah, FX is This is
1: not, this is not network television. These, this is big money. So, like, this show is apparently reportedly incredibly expensive. I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: why there's only eight episodes.
1: Yeah, like they they had to control the amount of ep- the the season size because it just costs so much money. I um, can tell
2: by looking at it.
1: Yeah, it looks so good. Like not even just the it's the so powers, like everything just looks the set work. Everything is so good.
2: Yes, it is polished to a T.
1: Um,
2: but yeah. well cast, well written, well shot, well yeah. just everything. It's really really. Well executed.
1: Yeah, I, they keep trying to say that uh, that uh, Doctor Bird is a bad guy. I don't think so. I think she just has her own uh,
2: demons. Yeah, if you
1: yeah, and I think one of them is in a giant ice cube.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes I <do. laughs> um,
1: but I, I honestly don't think she's a bad guy. And they keep trying. And I, yes, it's all uh, yes, it's the demon with the green eye or yellow eyes. Uh, by the way, that's like a Cthulhu thing. So that's all I'm going to put out there. Um, so uh, it, it, it's, I, I think that she's just out with her own agenda. I mean, that's kind of the reason why she runs a mutant camp. <laughs>
2: <laughs> mutant camp.
1: She's crea- summer camp. She's creating an army, so she has her own she agenda. Is. I just don't think it's a, necessarily a negative one. No, I mean, she,
2: she straight up told him that she wants to use him. Yeah. She like, yeah, she to told him in his
1: face. I want to make you happy. You deserve to be happy, and then I want to use you. All right. Like, yes. Well then. It's
2: like I'm gonna help you first, and then I want to use you to help us win this war.
1: All right. <laughs> it seems like
2: her motivations are very clear. Yeah. I don't think she has any secret motivations.
1: No. Yeah. She yeah she is very upfront and honest with the fact that yeah I am going to uh, yeah I'm going to use you. Um. So, episode three, man. Alright, yep, we have we have Mr. Noodle slash uh dollar store Jeff Goldblum. Um, he will always be Mr. Noodle to me. And that's fair. I and mean, that's Mr. fair Noodle. No, Mr. Noodle. Oh, no, Mr. Noodle. Yeah, El- yeah. Elmo <laughs> definitely ruined that guy for me. Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm sure he, Hey, hey. He had a job for like several years. Oh
1: yeah, man. He he got <laughs> he was paying the bills, <laughs> but like yeah, like I looked at him and just like and he I, has
2: he has a degree in clowning, so you know that
1: is true. So the fact that he actually can act as well as he does is yeah just amazing. He's a
2: busy man. I was yeah. looking at his IMDb list today or yesterday. I forget. It's it's extensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. Um so all right, we so you did you ever get the Firestorm in Flash? Yeah. All right.
2: Well, just the very early bits of Firestorm.
1: Okay, but you got you got the point of Firestorm where they have to combine into the same body to do things. Yes. Is that kind of his power? Her power? Their power? It's power? Okay. <laughs>
2: I don't think so. I think they're just two people in one body, and he's like the.
1: He's the, the brain. brain she's, the she's the brawn. The, yeah,
2: she just wants to fight everyone. But which is so fun.
1: Yeah, like she like. Yeah. I was kind like, of. We're expecting gonna get to
2: fight her. anybody. She, uh,
1: you guys are done talking. It's my turn now, <laughs> and she just jumps out a window. <laughs> hey, fighting time! <laughs> she was brilliant. I really
2: hope she's not dead.
1: Yeah right! Don't kill her seriously but she did kind of get shot through the heart so i don't know how she survives that <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah it looked like she got shot in the heart so um, but she is uh, at least cast shows up in the uh, episode cast list for all eight episodes so
1: but she wasn't Maybe? in the first couple so
2: yeah i know well i think she was there with uh memory
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. It was memory the, guy when they and, show up?
2: The, like he, he, they just step out of the car and yeah. It was Potomac
1: and uh, angry girl. So
2: look at him sideways.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Well, it was Egyptian god, Egyptian king, and angry girl. So <laughs> um. So, but like she's obviously kind of supernaturally strong, not super, super strong, but like.
2: No, she does get beat down after she. She does,
1: but it took six grown men to take down a little girl. (laughs) Six grown men in armor to take down a little girl.
2: Life—that's all she does—is just train all the time.
1: Yeah, but I mean, she still just like roundhouse kicked a dude, and he flew back. So she has some power. Yes. Um, she's not like, she's not invulnerable, vulnerable, obviously, but I think she just has, I think she's just strong. Uh, I do like how they explain it. Like, yeah, it's weird that she only ages when she's outside of his body. So like, how did she get, she been out of his body long enough to become like 18, 19 ish
2: <laughs> somewhere around in there. Maybe even younger. I'm not sure.
1: Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand anything. Apparently
2: she sleeps inside his body. You know she at least ages half as fast, yeah, something like that,
1: um yeah, so also, I enjoyed their
2: backstory too,
1: yeah, like, I'm He's sure made we'll old
2: it. boy, and one morning he woke up and there was this Native American girl playing with his toys <laughs> in his room. <laughs> just like, oh, hey, who are you? Awesome,
1: <laughs> but yeah, she was okay. still eight, and he was eight, so how'd that happen
2: yeah. I don't know, ever since then she's stopped aging outside of his body or in, inside yeah, of his body Other way around,
1: so all right we established that David is like one of the strongest people in the universe at this point in this, in this universe. Right. Yes. We've not even attempted to hide that. Who the fuck thinks it's a good idea to sedate him. (laughs) Why would you do that?
2: They're just trying to get answers, man.
1: No! They just, they just no. sedated him a little. You do not take away consciousness from a person you have already established as being one of the strongest people in the universe. You don't <laughs> do that. It never turns out well. I
2: think your old David was there, and Sydney got to hug him.
1: Yeah, I'm curious oh. as to... Speaking of Rachel's like, I, I, they never stated that they didn't like using trope, 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 tropes, trope. And I'm like, there's a... Daryl does have a hang a lantern on it, so I can't wait to see what his hang a lantern on it is this week. Um jeez, oh man. Um <laughs> No answers are given in this show. Not this is exactly the polar opposite of Gotham, where they they pose a question and five minutes later give you an answer. Like Yes.
2: They pay off everything and it's always moving right along.
1: And like this isn't even like level of Mr. Robot. Like Mr. Yeah. Robot doesn't even really give you the questions. They kind of don't even – they don't even assume that it's a question until it's actually a question. And I just made my brain hurt by stating that out loud.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, like, we getting to the point kind of where it's frustrating because it's just – instead of answering any questions, they just give you more. But are
1: they actually <laughs> questions? They are they – act- like, oh, okay. does It doesn't even matter. Is, is it question? Is it a question or is it actually face value? And is that face value in and of itself a question? And Jesus –
2: He's... Which is the whole point of episode four.
1: Right? Like
2: <laughs> Because <laughs> we start off the episode with like, what? What? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like, who is that guy? And then he started talking. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's Jermaine! <laughs> yes.
1: I heard his like, voice and I'm like, <gasps> it's Jemaine Clements.
2: <laughs> and then he just starts talking and everything he says is just completely bonkers and wonderful. It and
1: is! Like, I just like, want to go
2: watch that one scene over and over again. Yeah,
1: just the intro to episode four, just, oh my god! Like, it's Teratola! Yeah, it's Teratola!
2: <laughs> we all have the a lot all problems.
1: Oh my god, and him just playing a, we'll tell you a story about the little bunny 70s we hipster weirdo. Like, it's so <laughs> <hipster weirdo>. good! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Tell you about the little bunny who overcame with perseverance, and a, and being adorable. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is this, guys? Like, we're gonna show you the story because episode, like, that's the theme of episode four: is stories. Yes. Like our stories, like our memories are just stories. They're not necessarily actually what happened because our brains are.
1: Yeah, because you, know, you can adjust them. You they established in episode two that you can adjust the memory. Yes. So, like, they don't even attempt to hide the fact that memory is fallible. It's, even if you, with the one exception of Potomi. Yes. He is the one person in this universe whose memory is infallible. Indeed. So, but everybody else, you cannot trust anything.
2: Yeah, so he's going to tell you a story. And then it just zooms out from his ice cube floating in space. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, what, what is this? Like, what does this have to do with anything? <laughs> At least they answered that question.
1: Right. Oh.
2: I found it interesting that David didn't show up in this episode for 23 minutes.
1: Yeah. Except for, well, oh, by the way, I do want to go back to uh, episode three really quick. When, When Sid got to hug David. Even if it was Kid David, the look on her face was just heartbreaking and also just so like you felt the emotion of I am actually getting to touch the man that I love, even if it is a child version of him inside of his brain. Like I actually get to touch him and not hurt him or me. The look on her face was just melting like, oh, my God. God, like, it gave me goosebumps watching her just almost collapse after being able to touch David. Yes.
2: That yeah, was good. No. That was one of my notes. Hug the boy.
1: Hug the boy. Yes, like, it was just... Go ahead, and hug the boy. Oh, uh, all right. And then
2: the note after that is, Can you leave the... <laughs> <laughs> can't leave the...
1: Can't leave the... What? Wait, what's happening?
2: <laughs> I'm assuming that's the dream because they all get trapped or whatever. Yeah. But then it, all hell breaks loose and... Yeah, the episode ends. Um, so I didn't finish that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, uh, they're like King doesn't exist. We never had a dog. <laughs> um, that was great. Um, oh yeah,
2: and Lenny was actually Benny, and he was a uh, kind of a chubby white guy. Yeah. By the way, still Detroit,
1: not right? the same. Like like I said before, it was still like that was a that was a in the script already when they cast Aubrey Plaza. It was supposed to go from an older man to that Benny like it was right. always meant to be two different people.
2: Yeah, yeah. I get it. I get it, that.
1: Uh so apparently there was a reference to Doctor Strange somewhere in the Astral Plane. Uh um, Really? Yeah, according to uh nerdbastards.com's review of it which man, I kind of have to pull up a review because I even though I just watched this 2 days ago, I still have <laughs> no fucking clue what happened and I love it. <laughs>
2: It went on an adventure to find out what was true from his memories,
1: and was none it, of it is absolutely none of it.
2: Well, he had a girlfriend.
0: yeah, he did have a girlfriend. she's
2: real. He never had a dog. she's real yeah King's uh, fan, but his friend that he did drugs with all the time was not Lenny from the mental hospital who may or I think was real, but I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually
1: Benny he's a chubby guy
2: and then the found the tape deck. There were some memories there.
1: Yeah. Objects have memories too. Like that was a little weird, but sure. Um, sure. Why not? Um, yeah. Just, I don't. And weird guy who keeps making me think that he is, uh, like every time I, every time I don't have a, like the, the doctor, not the first doctor, but the, the session doctor, like every time I look at him like further away, I keep thinking that it's, um, uh, Dude, half face dude from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh,
2: uh, Gus. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito.
1: Yeah, like, and then it zooms in. I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's not him.
2: <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> not
1: him. But like, his voice yeah. kind of sounds like him. And, yeah, a little bit. And, and like, but he's
2: in a lot of stuff too, though. He's like, yeah,
1: and that's the reason why I kind of jumped to there. And I'm <laughs> like, hey, it's Giancarlo Esposito. Nope, not him. Hey, no, no, no it's, no, nope, it's still not him. No, 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 still not him. <laughs> Still the same guy. And then it's not.
2: <laughs> and then it's not. It's I, man. Oh, crap. See, when should have known when she went in there. It's like, no, don't read his memories. We'll just talk. Yeah. Because if he had actually read his memories, then they're very good at, like, not creating loopholes for themselves. or
1: Yeah. Like, yeah you can go Sid. back
2: and say, like, oh, but when that happened, then that should have done this. And thing. that character, oh, and,
1: and that seems like right in Sid's character, like just wanting to... Just yeah, especially with somebody her, as just want to talk to the guy. Especially somebody as close to David as this doctor is, like she actually just wants to hear from him. I can understand her not wanting to hear from the ex girlfriend. I get that, but like this person who he spent more time with than anybody but his own sister, she wants to actually just talk to him. And when it's not him, she looks crushed. Like,
2: <laughs> oh crap.
1: Um, but then, all right. But, so, so
2: was the part where the doctor said, like, I only knew David for a time and then he ruined my life. Like, was that him speaking as the doctor? Or was that the eye speaking as himself? I don't like, did know. David ruin, did David ruin his life somehow?
1: I don't know.
2: So many questions.
1: So many, so many years. And we're halfway through the season with this episode, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. That's the thing is this, this is the halfway point. Why? <laughs> And there's nothing, nothing explained at all, except for Wednesdays or karaoke night. That's the only <laughs> things that are explained in this episode.
2: There's an astral plane, the plane. and Wednesdays are karaoke uh, nights. That's where Oliver is stuck, and Oliver is the greatest character yes, ever
1: created. I seriously hope that he's not just a one and out, other than his voice. Like when they were taught, when the voices were going. Like
2: yeah, I didn't recognize it that, but they all had that slight robotish quality to them. When
1: when she did the repeat thing of the coffee maker, the coffee um, machine, yeah. Like when he said that again, I'm like, man, that voice sounds really familiar. Like it was really, really bothering me that the coffee maker's voice sounded familiar, which is in and of itself a weird thing to say, but like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it's the coffee maker coffee maker's voice sounds familiar
1: but like and then like, like she's you know, listening it,
2: to it again i'm yeah you know, if she just poured out the coffee and didn't what's going on
1: and then just, oh, my
2: husband oliver he built this place and that's his voice you hear it's like oh okay and
1: then he sense. starts talking in ep- the beginning of episode four and i'm just like oh sweet lord It's taratoa <laughs> yes <laughs> he's so And he's so weird giant like Episode four was definitely my favorite of the episodes, even though like David never showed up. Like he's like at the very end of it. Like
2: he shows up halfway through. Yeah, Let's talk to <laughs> to, talk to Captain Nemo in his ice cube. <laughs> like, it's wonderful.
1: I just like, I, I I don't and I like I said I sincerely hope he's not just a one and out character. Like please me too. I want back. him.
2: I want him at least one more time.
1: Yeah. Like yeah. Don't, you I understand
2: don't wanna, you can't ever him. Yeah, he's...
1: but however, having him show up shows you that they're not willing to spare expense on cameos. So, yeah. thus bringing back to the maybe we <laughs> will get a Professor X because no we are not afraid to throw a ton because Jermaine Clement's busy as hell right now. Like, he's doing everything, he is he's working. in all the things. <laughs> He, dudes getting work and like at least, at least
2: his voices.
1: Yeah, but that's definitely the most impressive part of him, but <laughs> also yeah, he was why amazing. did he make up King and is King part of his weird dystopic like brain like is, is one of his personalities a dog? Is what I'm basically trying to say. <laughs>
2: Who knows? Or is that even his life that he's remembering? Right? Is, it is that else? yeah,
1: is that somebody else's life? However, like Amy knew what she was talking, what the doc, what Kissinger was talking about. By the way, I love the fact that the doctor's name was Kissinger. Loved that. That definitely gives, that screams back to the, maybe you we're in the 70s, because Henry Kissinger.
2: Indeed. Yeah, his poor sister.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Jesus. Um, but, yes, yeah, so next cool. episode, next week, we're going to talk about uh, episodes five and six. We're going to get caught up, because this show airs on Wednesdays, so that gives us a couple of days to uh, get to it before Monday comes around, which is nice. Online. Yep.
2: So five is already out, six comes out tomorrow.
1: Yeah. So I think, yeah. I, 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 well, of- that, well, at that point, we're just going to do, obviously, the last two weeks are just going to be seven and eight, seven and eight. Um, but before we get into kind of what's coming up in the uh, coming up week here, Jazz, do you have any other notes on Legion that you want to talk about before we move on?
2: Let's see. Teleporting, we. Yeah. <laughs> Neon fruit stand Which I don't know I, I tried to write down like literally everything Literally everything Oliver said I tried to write down I think, cause, Like every word that came out of his mouth Was just magical
1: You wind up being who's adorable but afraid of the ocean <laughs>
2: <laughs> And then just at the end uh, my, my only note is Ow my brain Oh my
1: god yes <laughs> So much
2: ow <laughs> I just I don't know what's happening this is great i'm very compelled but i'm starting to get a little frustrated yeah <laughs> So oh I, hope, yeah. I hope we start paying off something anything in the next episode <laughs> i'm gonna keep watching no matter what because the show's freaking compelling but it is getting a little frustrating now at least they gave me Jermaine.
1: yes i but it is good though that they don't you know there's not a large payoff or there's not a large wait we don't have to wait 22 episodes for t- yes
2: and will will uh, David go back and retrieve Oliver? That's what I want to know.
1: Yeah, that'd be, that would be great.
2: Since he's able to go in and out, as long as he has some... I guess he has to have something to focus on to pull himself back to the real world. Yeah. Anywho.
1: Anywho. So we're going we shall to see. play a... What? 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 What's what? going on here? Can I zoom in? Okay, I can zoom in. All right. Um, zoom in and enhance? Zoom and Uh So now I'm going to... I have no idea what this is, by the way. Uh, I'm going to play something labeled, simply, Hang a Lantern on it from Daryl. Um, I don't know what it is, but here's... What? Don't open that there. Stop that. Open that there.
0: The Mary Sue Analysis CJ brought up the trope of the Mary Sue recently and asked ah! for a lantern episode. Who am I to refuse an order from the Captain of the Enterprise? The Mary Sue, and this is not exclusively a female manifestation, but I'm going to go with it for comparison's sake, began life in fanfiction. If you've ever imagined yourself inside your favourite fiction, you may have concocted a Mary Sue avatar for yourself. Yep. Would you want to be Captain Kirk, or would you want to see the whole crew in action? And what perspective would you have? You need to be on the bridge, of course. You want to be close to these characters so they can keep you included in events. And at the end of the day, when your heroes are at the darkest moment, of course you want to be the one who saves the day through genius, supernatural ability, or sleeping with a horror and Orion slave girl. Wait, I think Google found my own fan fiction for my teenage years. So a (laughs) Mary Sue is a character written to allow the author some wish fulfillment, or as a cheap way to get the audience invested in their POV character. And we have two opposing Joss Whedon characters we can look at to see where this can be done well and not so well. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I haven't had a good rant about that in a while, and I don't think I've had an entire swear word with this fucking show. From the beginning, we're introduced to Skye, a beautiful hacker POV character for anyone not familiar with the setting. In a pretty short amount of time, she goes from being a loner computer nerd to, and I'm going to take a breath here, A smoking-hot, hacker-elite, kick-ass shield agent who's the figurative daughter of the lead character, literal daughter of the two big-bads, love interest of another big-bad and right-hand man of the Inhuman Queen, and then they give her fucking superpowers. There is literally not a single event that she shouldn't be able to take care of single-handedly. On the other end of the spectrum, we have that other weeding creation, Buffy. Her surrogate father became awesome by relation to her. Her actual father was a two-episode chump after all. Yes, she has great power, but she also has a great target painted on her equally great arse for a bunch of bad things (laughs) who have even more power. She's a vampire slayer and that's a job with historically brief life expectancy. Add to that the fact that she can't seem to hold on to any happiness for very long. is a flawed human being who makes frequent mistakes and is generally miserable. And she's a title superhero, you just want to hug and buy ice cream. You certainly wouldn't want to be her. Put next to Buffy, Sky Daisy Quake becomes even more of a fucking mess. But did you see that kick-ass move in the last episode where she dismantled that LMD in a lingering slow-motion explosion? That was so fucking cool. It's so fucking easy to love a Mary Sue.
1: It is. Um... Mary-Sues are the entire point behind MMORPGs, by the way, because you are the Mary-Sue for that, literally, in every way, shape, or form. Um, Also, just, yeah, it's hard to write a good Mary-Sue. That's all I'm going to say.
2: But it does happen.
1: It does happen every so often. Uh, Before we get on into the news, we are going to take a quick break. Another quick break while I load up the news. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. All right. And, and we're back. And without further ado,
2: on to the news.
1: We have some big news, you guys.
2: Big, big news. So like, uh, that show we just wrapped up last
1: week. Right. Last week, we wrapped up a series of unfortunate events. Yesterday, dear viewers has come to my attention that, despite my repeats, you have viewed the Netflix adaptation of my distressing work, known collectively as A Series of Unfortunate. Some of you have even binged, a word which here means watch several episodes right in a row, despite having much better things to do with your time. To my horror, Netflix has, enc- has been encouraged by this and funneled their ill-gotten game towards a second season of this unhappy and unnerving series, even as we speak. Set builders, costume designers, and trauma specialists are snapping into action, the better to bring you even more upsetting episodes, all because of your enthusiasm from example of a so-called family program. I hope you're happy because you won't be. With all due respect.
2: Yes, but now anytime I'm I ever read anything from Lemony Snicket, it will always be in Patrick Warburton. Patrick voice. Warford, yes. <laughs> Yes, it was, uh, with all due respect, let me sneak it.
1: Yeah, I wasn't going to try, I was just trying to, I wasn't going to do his <clears throat> deep-voicedness, I was just trying to get his inflection in my impersonation, yeah. so.
2: I hope be you're happy, because you will, won't be. If ever. Again. <laughs> um,
1: and along with that, we have some, um, pretty big, um, renewals and cancellations for the last, for, uh, upcoming, um, CW has went through and done more of their stuff, uh, including The 100 has been renewed uh, for Season 3. Good for them. Yeah. And uh, Riverdale has gotten uh, put on for Season 2.
2: Huh. I wonder if I'll ever actually go back and watch any more of that.
1: I'm sure I will when it's on Netflix.
2: Yeah. I enjoyed the third episode. Yeah. I didn't like the second. (laughs) But the first and third were good. Yeah. And I wanted to go back, so so I was interested in the mystery. Yeah. It was a very CW show.
1: It was. Um, yeah. Including everybody being pretty and most people being white. So, yes, I mean, but it
2: did have that Twin Peaks vibe and I, I enjoyed that.
1: Yeah. And by the way, that's the reason, uh, your, uh, Virgo, Virgo, don't you know, don't you know, uh, Survivor has been renewed for seasons 35 and 36. <laughs> by of course CBS. it has. Good Lord. Um, Whatever Billions is, got picked up for uh, season three by Showtime.
2: It's a Showtime show. I think it's got, a uh, what's his face, Paul Giamatti in it? Maybe. Maybe. No, I don't know. Is that the one I'm thinking of?
1: Possibly. No. I don't know. Uh, Taboo got picked up for season two, which is a really good show, by the way. Um, it's, uh, it, it has your Tom Hardy in it. So yep, yep. That. It, I've not watched it but I watched I heard a couple it. episodes it's really it's like the couple episodes that I watched really really compelling. again, it's another FX show so uh, yeah it uh, don't pull no punches. that's all I'm gonna put. Um, Team Ninja Warrior got picked back up by uh, USA Network. Uh, it was on Esquire but it got moved over to USA because Team Ninja Warrior actually had a big push on Esquire Network and NBC Universal wanted to put it onto one of its bigger networks. Uh, Star Talk got picked up for Season 4 by Nat Geo. Uh, That's the Neil deGrasse Tyson,
2: Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. Pluto
1: killer, if you will.
2: Fear Factor's coming back. What?
1: Yeah, Fear Factor got revived uh, again somehow.
2: (laughs) Um, Who's hosting this time?
1: Yeah, right? Is it Joe Rogan again? (laughs) Um, My favorite thing on the list, Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell, got renewed for Season 4 by Adult Swim. (laughs)
2: I was going to say, I have never heard of that. Me either. That's like season four. What? Yeah,
1: right? Um,
2: oh, Adult Swim. Man, I used to watch a lot of Adult Swim.
1: I've never watched any of Adult Swim's um, live-action stuff. However, we should look into Samurai Jack. That's all I'm saying.
2: I know. I never finished the original run of Samurai Jack.
1: Uh, apparently, I think I only watched
2: the first season.
1: Apparently, it doesn't matter too much.
2: Doesn't matter? No.
1: Okay. like If you've watched it... Like, the characters may mean something to you, but they give you, they get you caught up on the plot. Like, right there. Like, and it's kind of in the, it's kind of in the intro music. (laughs) Um, Aku. Who's going to play Aku? Oh, right. Yeah, who's playing Aku now? Hold on. Aku, Sammy Yeah, because, uh, for those who don't know, he got, he got dead. Um, he died. Dude, what played?
2: He didn't even get to finish the last season of. Last Airbender.
1: Yeah, which was sad. So sad. Because he uh, was so awesome. He was. Uh, voiced by... Um, is this season five? Because a dude named Greg Baldwin is playing him. Probably uh,
2: just the person who could do the best impression.
1: Possibly. Uh, oh, he's uh, he's replaced uh, Mako in a lot of things. Including Avatar The Last Airbender. Ha. <laughs> huh. Well,
2: there you go. Yes, so, he does the best impression. Yes, his <laughs> job. <laughs> My paycheck is impression impersonating Mako.
1: Yes. So And he does a pretty good job of it. Like, if I wouldn't have known that Mako had died, like, General Iroh sounds pretty on point, so... Um,
2: yeah, they, they purposely gave him a much smaller part in the last season, though. Yeah. Like, he only talked a few times.
1: So, I mean, so yeah, at least it's the dude who's famous for Replaying his um, <laughs> yeah. parts. Uh, I sure. haven't watched it yet. It's on my. It's on my PlayStation View. Um, I just haven't gotten around to watching it yet. Um, the only big cancellation that we have is New Girl has reportedly been canceled by Fox. I'm guessing it's because Zoe Deschanel is getting busy again doing her music thing.
2: I honestly thought that that show had already ended. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Fox not really known for letting its stuff run real long, so... The fact yeah, no, I,
2: I honestly thought I like had this memory of them doing a finale episode, but I guess... I don't know, it's not a show I watch, so I guess it's still going. Yeah, so I've, I've only been. watched
1: a couple episodes of it myself, so I can't really say anything. But yeah, per- reportedly been cancelled by Fox, so... Yeah, and, and it's had its run, so... I don't know if it's gonna I don't I'm sure the clamor will be there for somebody like Hulu to pick it up like they did the Mindy Project, but Mindy Project kinda got hosed like Foxes want to.
2: Yeah, there is that. Fox. At least FX is doing well.
1: Yeah, surprisingly, like FX was that one weird thing they're like, hey, everybody else is having a <coughs> everybody else has a edgy Basic, channel. basic cable channel. <laughs> cable. So Fox is like, we want one too. And then, yeah. We're just going to take
2: out the O, because that's edgy. And
1: so, then we're
2: going to have another one. We're just going to add another X. Yeah, FXX. The more, the more X's, the more edgy it is.
1: And then, you know, just going to play The Simpsons a lot on it. <laughs> Which is okay. Yeah, we're good with that. You know, FXX is pretty much The Simpsons and the movie channel. Like... <laughs> That's where they play their Marvel movies and The Simpsons. And you know what? Good for them. <laughs> Good for them. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up the show here. You can contact us via email. G- GeekIO show writer. at gmail.com. Yeah, Knight Rider. <laughs> GeekIO show at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter and Facebook are both slash Geek.io Show. Uh, you can give us a call. Leave us a voicemail, 727-489-4335. That is 727-489-GEEK. Our website, which has all of our shows, show notes, and more, geek-io.net slash spoiler show. You can support this show and the entire Geekio- geek io network at patreon.com slash geek io p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash geek io or of course our affi- uh, amazon affiliate over at geek net slash amazon which will get you over there a um, little bit comes back to us doesn't increase your price any get all of your shopping done there support the network.
2: alright we have show titles lots of them I don't know whoa where'd they go I don't know where they're <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't be shifting the page on you, man. I don't know how I'm going to pick which one. Hitler dies at the end. OG Nazis. Japanese headquarters. <laughs> I am the Fuhrer now. Nazi backpack. Internet troll personified. Updated David Bowie. Check your boobs. Afro Mick Jagger and his creepy eye. Knock off Jeff Goldblum. The angriest little blob in the world. Egyptian king and angry girl. 70s beatnik hipster weirdo. The coffee maker's voice sounds familiar. And Captain Nemo and his ice cube. I'm between really? Eh, um, maybe. I mean, no. I like this one, and I like uh, where'd it go. I like this one too.
1: No, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna say no to that
2: one. <laughs> that one's good. Yeah, SEO. You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? I we haven't it. had one of those. We haven't had one of those uh, episode titles for. S4. Yeah, we'll do that one. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to. That was a joke.
2: Oh, my joke is <laughs> backfired on me. All right, that's fine.
1: Yeah, we'll that's figure fine. something out. I don't want we'll figure something out by the time I get the show up tomorrow. All right, guys. We will see you right back here next week. Uh Monday yeah, I'll next get time. get the
2: notes and vote on a on a, a title.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I'll I'll put the uh, I'll put the show notes into our Slack. It can't
2: be right. Afro Mick Jagger. Jagger. Can't vote on your own.
1: Yeah, right. All right, you guys. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Why is that not playing? There we go.
2: This has been a Geek.io Media Network production. Copyright 2017.